Hello and welcome to my new podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke weekly with 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of my guests anonymous so that we could talk openly and honestly, and they really, really did. We discussed their experiences and what they've learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. The women on my show were absolutely amazing from all kinds of places, from Facebook to Google. They were astronauts studying at Cambridge and MIT and really, really impressive places. And the conversations we had on silence were always so raw and transparent, despite the fact that they were such highly accomplished women. And they didn't just talk about STEM, they talked about everything. The topics that tended to come up are also the same topics that I discuss with my own friends or mentees or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So I thought, rather than keep these conversations that I have closed, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are clearly important to all of us? I've sifted through all episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite soundbites and perspectives. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on talking points that are actually pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring or empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week, the topic is all about ego. So we'll kick off with this from episode 38. The women, but... Um, one of my deepest betrayals, in fact, was from a female mentor and uh, where her ego was challenged and um, and she she did not have my back in the way that um, I would have hoped. I'm starting to really think that ego is a very ugly thing. Um I think ego is great in our Western societies because ego can really allow you to put on a facade where you feel confident and uh, strong and empowered. But actually, I'm learning through reading loads of literature, and there's so much out there on this topic, that ego is actually a very destructive force. Egos can be really fragile and they can actually make you behave really, really badly and unkindly. And I think it's really important to be aware of the ego because so many of our bad decisions and towards other people and our sort of irresponsible actions towards people and our unkindness can be as a result of ego. I find so often on a daily basis, I'm battling with my ego because ego can often make me feel really unaccomplished. Uh, It can give me a lot of drive. It can make me want to reach for things, goals and ambitions. But mismanaged, I think ego can make us feel really rubbish about ourselves. So I've sifted through lots of episodes of Silence to find out what different perspectives are from my amazing women in STEM on the subject of ego. My guest from episode 44, 
has this perspective on ego. Well, I think my partner, he's first of all a very, um, uh, he is very self-confident and not threatened by me. I think this is very mm. important. Because many men, they have fragile egos and feel threatened. Yeah. And he actually uh, revels in the fact that, you know, that I'm, you know, he is also, he's very big. That we are intellectual equals and that I can take him on and, I'm one of the few people that can take him on and argue or take, you know, whatever. Mm. And uh, and so in that sense, it's a it's a very equal partnership. Yeah. I don't want this to be about a debate between men and women and who's got the bigger ego, but I think it is really important to be aware that a lot of the bad vibes between people a lot of the arguments a lot of the misunderstandings are often very ego driven and what's interesting about my guest from episode 44 is that she's been married for decades and she talks about her husband because in her view clearly men have very fragile egos and I do feel, as women, that we are often battling the egos of men, I'm afraid to say. But it shouldn't just be about men. It should be about people's ego in general. I mean, whether you're a man or a woman, I think ego is very much present in all of us, potentially. And I think it's up to all of us to really be aware of how the ego can make us behave like imbeciles if left unchecked. What I love about my guest from episode 44 is that she really is so aware of how, as a woman, she has really had to battle with the ego of men. And that's probably because as a very senior engineer, she's probably only ever been surrounded by male egos but she conducts herself with such grace because it's not about standing up to the egos fragile or otherwise of men but it's about really being confident in yourself so that you don't engage in the battle of the egos but you are very quietly confident with who you are, that you don't actually need to get into the ego ring. This from episode forty-seven. You know that the well, that, that you know the welfare of the children, that, that, that the community really benefited from this injection of cash. Versus the if men were given this this these micro loans, it was about ego. They weren't necessarily successful, and it was more about um, personal gain. My guest from episode 47 also talks about what it's been like being in a very ego-driven workplace. And I think the reason why a lot of people do attach ego to that sort of masculine side of things is because ego is very greedy. Ego is very competitive. Ego wants to be better than everyone else. And there's such a lack of empathy and compassion and care for other people, which tends to be a bit more of a feminine perspective. 
but I feel that men and women can be less egoic and still achieve a lot. Um, they can still thrive without an ego, but it can really be a heavy weight having to sort of deal with an ego um, because then the goalposts change and it becomes about winning and being the best and looking out for your own self-interest and less about the well-being of everybody and um, yeah those things are all driven by ego which is a real shame. I must admit that I have really been surrounded by a lot of egos uh, throughout my career. I've probably also had a giant ego myself. Um, and, you know, we are encouraged to develop our egos. We're encouraged, again, when you sort of drive down the street and you're looking at billboards and posters on bus stops. And, you know, we are constantly surrounded by the message that we have to look good in front of others. We have to present ourselves in a certain way and it's very much about self-obsession and sort of putting all of our energies into being the best we can be as individuals. It's very individualistic um, the world we live in where it's all about making that effort to present well and that's very much tied up with ego um, and it's, you know, we're, we're trained from young to develop those perspectives and it's not necessarily our fault. But I think for me, certainly, as I've gone through life and I have got older, I have um, realised that ego keeps me small, keeps me limited keeps me all screwed up and kind of uh, wanting to be something I'm not and I've really gone on a journey where I want to be like my guest in episode 44 who's able to completely rise above it with total grace and strength and empowerment you know, to not reduce oneself to the fragile ego of other people, to not get in that race or to get into that fighting ring with somebody else's ego is so inspiring to me. I mean, that's where I want to be. I want to, when someone's trying to have a dig at me about something that's wrapped up in their ego, I don't want my ego to join that debate and I love the way my guest in episode 44 does that with apparently so much ease sort of diminish yourself just to fit in under somebody else's ego so I think that for me was important we've heard a lot of perspectives about how women are trying to relate to others, whether that's other women, other men, and dealing with the egos of other people. But what I really feel is that dealing with ego is very much an inside and individual job. It's about dealing with your own ego. Uh, I once heard this saying that, you know, 
you need two hands to clap. And if clapping was two egos battling it out with each other, then if you take one of those egos out, you can't have that battle. Same that in the in the same way that you can't clap with just one hand. And so what I love about my next guest from episode 32 is that she's so aware of the times when her ego is wanting to partake. And she seems to do so much work to try to suppress her ego and come from a much more empowered and larger self. God had to get my attention. In other words, I had to be in a situation where my ego couldn't control it to get the message through. The message in that case was, you need to create this nonprofit. This is why you're here. Right. Right. So that was more of a, that was a more catastrophic. That's, that's probably the most, um, uh, I want to say catastrophic, the most impactful method of getting the message through the more subtle methods and a lot of other different ways has been, you know, I get a book in the mail and I look at that book and I'm thinking, Oh, okay, this is interesting. I had thought before about this topic that I wanted to learn more about, whether it be the stock market or whatever. And I get a book in the mail saying, talking about this, this sort of training and how does it feel to me? But at the end of the day, as logical as I am, I'm always going back to how something feels. If I meet somebody and all of the X's and O's might be lining up that I'm supposed to do business with this person, but in my gut, something doesn't feel right. I follow my gut. So it is an inside job. And I feel like we really have to dig deep to understand what our motivations are. Ego can really push us to be motivated by greed, um, superficial reasons. I mean, ego can really drive us down the wrong paths. And I think it's important to always ask yourself, am I doing this for the right reasons? I think a lot of people have been motivated by money, prestige, power, those kinds of things. And yes, it all looks good for a while. Um, maybe you can get away with it for years or decades or whatever the case may be. But I do feel that if your motivations are fueled by ego, it will eventually catch up with you. So I think it's always good to be motivated by passion, authenticity, and to have a real interest in doing something because you feel it in your heart this from episode 46 and i think i've been trying to surround myself with people who this is the case for as opposed to they're there because they didn't know what else to do or they're there for their ego but you people don't publish in top journals for their ego they publish because they didn't hard work hard work and other people recognizing their hard work yeah and a genuine passion for something the inner work that needs to be done to really tap into your core self, as in the person that is underneath all those layers of ego, is not easy. It involves taking time to be alone with yourself, um, providing yourself with a lot of self-care, being kind to yourself, getting to know who you really are. That takes 
a lot of uncool time. It doesn't look glamorous. It's not something you would put on Facebook or Instagram or any social media because it's very personal, private time, which I think is so massively worth it because you really get to find out who you are. And that, I think, helps you develop something beyond ego that is so strong and so empowered and so resilient. I'm using the same words over and over again because I can't think of any other words to use. Um, And my guest in episode 32 talks about what it's like for her to tap into her true inner self. It takes an intentional step to say, I'm going to tune out the noise for five minutes, right? Or I'm going, and then maybe yeah. stretch it into 10 or 15. And, and, even, and even putting a number on it sometimes can be egoic, right? Just say, I'm going to tune out the noise for a few moments and take a few breaths, mm-hmm. whether you have to go into the restroom and get into a, a stall, which I've done before when I've been in, in the midst of a chaotic situation, and just kind of steady yourself um, so that you can get your energy right. Otherwise, sometimes, you know, you'll get into a scenario where you wind up you're responding in a way that you, you regret later on. You're like, I could have been more loving about that, you know, or could have had a, a different approach. My response to my guest in episode 32 was this, and I can't really put it any other way. It's... It's it is this constant um, balancing act, and uh, I don't think any human being has achieved it because um, it's not a destination; right. it's a journey. It's definitely a learning curve, and it definitely takes time to calm the ego down. Is it Carl Jung or Freud or one of those? who really talked about like the battle between the ego and the higher self. And for me, my personal story with that is that it's a daily effort. Every single day, I'm having to balance myself between my ego and my higher self. You know, the higher self being that bigger person, the one that cares about others, that one that really comes from a place of love rather than me, 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 selfishness. Um, And so developing that, I think, is a lifetime's work. I feel that there's opportunities to get that balance right every single day, from the smallest of examples to really big deal stuff. My guest in episode 32 again talks about how she gets to practice ego in her daily life. With respect, now... Uh, part of that sometimes involved getting into the egoic part where <clears throat> I had, I remember I had a customer who was wanting to argue with me about the interpretation of a lesson that I had given him for a lab. And I never, I didn't take it personal, but if I didn't have that, you know, some balance between my ego and, um, and my spiritual side, then it would have been about, oh, I got to be right, I got to be right, I got to be right. And the big lesson I got out of that as we're going back and forth, like a tennis match, right, <laughs> is, is, you know, there's, it, it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. And when I start with consider this, it opens the person up and it, it opens myself up too just to having an interaction and discussion. And yeah. focusing on what that person is good at, a lot of times I would look at that too and bring that into the mix of the discussion or... You know, you could bring in, if, if I knew something about the person's family or something that would, would get the energy back to a more 
uh, an energy that's more that's less about crushing the other person than about the ego and trying to dominate and be better than this person and more collaborative. I find that when we start to really take a look at our ego and how it plays a part in our motivations and our daily lives, it really subtly changes the way we are with people. And I think the subtle changes involve just being a bit more open to others, to not always have to prove that you're right, and to start sort of considering other people's perspectives, even if you think they're really wrong, to have the compassion to think, okay, they have a really different perspective and maybe that's the result of their life experiences and what they've gone through and maybe their cultural upbringing or, you know, to just allow people to be themselves because ego really wants to be right all the time. And what do you really gain from being right? I think if you were to prove that you're right, great. It's instantaneous gratification. It doesn't really last and your ego will probably want to move on to the next thing that they can prove that where they're right. And so it's just this ongoing kind of like uphill struggle to always maintain a happy ego. Whereas when you let it all go and you're just open to maybe being wrong or just to be different, it's just so much less fraught. It's just it's just such a nicer place to be. And you know what? I have to say that I've only just started to get glimpses of that feeling with age when I was younger, oh, I put so much effort into wanting to be right. And it was exhausting. And the older I've got, I think I've had less energy to do that. But it's just been so liberating. But, you know, some people get it earlier. For me, it was later. But, but my guest from episode 36 talks about how she put her ego to one side and the egos of her parents who were in the middle of a divorce to really just be level-headed about what was best for everyone. Yeah, it just it just felt like the most logical thing at the time, really. I just thought both my parents love me, but they don't love each other. But if they both love me, then they, they should respect what I want. Yeah, just, that's what I thought at the time. I don't even think it wasn't an ego thing or anything. I just thought, you know, if they don't like each other and they can't communicate effectively with each other, why should they make decisions when they're very biased? You know, if I like love them both equally and they both love me equally, then I'm the least biased person in the situation. So I should make these decisions. I love that guest perspective because she was only 11 or something really young when she was making those big decisions on behalf of her divorcing mum and dad. And what I loved about her perspective is that she was trying to be fair towards everyone. And I think ego can really make us be so wrapped up in ourselves that we can start to make decisions that are only in our self-interest and not for the benefit of everyone. And that's why I think it's really, that's one of the reasons why I think it's really important to always be aware of our ego because it can lead us down the wrong track. But you know, it's not just about avoiding bad decisions and not screwing up. I think by not coming from an egoic place, you actually just spread a lot of love. And by spreading a lot of love to other people and kindness and care to other people, you end up receiving so much of that back. When you think about all the people you've known that are really egoic, 
Don't you just want to reject them? Don't you just want to push them away? It's like, ah, you're so much hard work. But when you come from a place of love, you end up just getting so much of that back in return. It's just so beautiful. Here's the perspective from my guest from episode 50. Woman, and I, I'm, I'm very moved, and I've always been very moved uh, by, by kindness, by, by just human kindness. You know, people showing you their, their best in a very altruistic fashion, very, you know, selfless way, um, totally no egotistical. And, and I just thought, you know, always, you know, these, these kind gestures that I received in several ways from, from, from people that when I least expected it, um, I just, I just, they just really moved me. And so I had these very, you know, different worlds because my, definitely my world growing up was not moved by kindness. It was moved by rationalization, you know, rationalizing, mm-hmm. you know, arg- and, and, and making a, a very, very intelligent, strong argument for your case. And that was very different. And I love the contrast that my guest from episode 50 gives between a world full of ego, rationalization, methodology, wanting to be right, wanting to get the answer. It's so different to just being open to whatever. And you know what? I know it's not the easiest attitude to have in business or at work. Trust me, I really, really understand that. But I just feel like taking on board the idea of just being a lot more patient and tolerant and kind to others and dropping the ego brings so much more power and strength to a person. And it just means that we end up living in experiences that are so much more nurturing and fertile and open and blossoming and uplifting. You know, I think everyone wins when people are kind and it's so hard to do when you're either in an ego battle or just faced with someone that's angry and wanting to be right like you know it can be really really tough to be that bigger person but I really think that if you are able to achieve it it's so worth it and the results are just boundless it's you know we this world will go on with or without you and so how much impact do you really think you have that's the ego it's voice but if you forget the ego and you just serve the moment that's in front of you you find a real sense of inner peace and when i when i practice that and then when i'm in those states you know as you describe as flow it's yeah. beautiful and there's no way you can feel unsafe even though there's stuff going on around you that could tell you i should feel unsafe right now but when you're in that kind of i'm just serving the moment that's in front of you that's all you're doing that's all you're focused on so My guest from episode 57 talks about a word that we used on that podcast, which was flow. I think when we put our ego to one side, we can tap in to the universal flow of things, the way things are meant to be, harmonizing with others, harmonizing with the world around you. And it's so liberating and empowering at the same time to be able to tune in to the natural order of things I think ego is very driven by fear and it wants to control and it wants to determine things and be in charge and all of that can really make someone go against the natural flow of the universe you know if you're motivated by love and you're driven by love and kindness that can 
only be a good thing when you're driven by wanting to be king of the world or queen of the world it has a potential to go massively wrong and so in this discussion with my guest from episode 57 I really do feel like we were starting to get quite spiritual about dropping the ego and even though that may sound a bit woo-woo and a bit hippie there is something in that you know I love the fact that I do a lot of physics stories for television and there's only so far you can go with physics before you do have to start questioning where it all began and who's in control of all of this. And that's what I love in my meditation practices is just tapping into this divine, all-encompassing force, law and order of the universe, which is just so much more powerful than any science or knowledge or wisdom or understanding that we can have as human beings. There is no words for the natural order of things. It just has to be felt. And when we have a really strong ego, we can stop feeling that natural order um, and we can start trying to control everything. And I don't think that's a good place to be. So to sum up then, I would say that ego isn't necessarily a great thing. I personally am always trying to keep my ego in check so that I'm not self-centered and that I care about other people by putting my ego to one side. It's always important to practice kindness and care for others because even though it feels like we're wasting our time or we're spending our time on other people and that's not necessarily going to get us anywhere, actually it gets us further and more than we could ever imagine if we were just relying on our own egos. I'll leave you with this from episode 72 who I think sums up ego and trying to reduce it in our daily lives perfectly. Um, I would say just be honestly kind and supportive. That goes so far because there are so many people that are very kind and very supportive that I work with. And there are people that aren't and, you know, they would make those comments because maybe they're just... Um, their ego is hurt because I got complimented more than they did or, you know, something like that, or I'm doing better than them, so they have to cut me down. But if they turn around and said, you know, oh, like, great job, like, that's it, that, just that alone would be so, like, that would be amazing, you know, just being supportive and being kind and treating us like your coworkers <laughs> because that's what we are. <laughs> so just continue to be kind and open to other people and other people's perspectives and go with the flow. Thanks for listening this week. Please do subscribe to this podcast if you can and maybe even rate and review the show. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode and any others that you've listened to. And of course, to get your suggestions for future topics of this show. It's all about self-discovery, evolution and innovation. So if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from living to your fullest potential, I'd love to delve into that by drawing upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from my previous podcast, Silence. Be kind and loving to yourselves, and I wish you all a great week.